Welcome to MT's Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Friday, October 1st. Welcome to Q4. It feels like all eyes are on the NFT market right now um, and what is going to come here starting in October. But there's a lot of excitement building. For our show today, I am going solo. We have a lot to cover. But first, we are very excited to announce a new sponsor for our show, IC.Tools. For those that follow our show, we actually highlighted IC Tools in our very first episode, and we use their trending dashboard for our daily morning market updates that we post to our Twitter feed. Um, so we're very happy to be partnering with them. Um, a little bit more about IC. As a beginner in NFTs, it can be very difficult to know where to start looking. There are millions of NFTs out there in literally an open sea of JPEGs. I know I was overwhelmed at first and didn't know where to start. This is where IC Tools comes in and it can help. IC Tools is, is essentially an NFT data aggregator that pulls data across NFT marketplace activity and produces visualizations and analytic dashboards in a very user-friendly format. Their primary features are trending, discovery, and watch. So trending is where you can see which projects have the highest sales volume in different intervals as short as 15 minutes, a daily view, or even a three-day view. And you can quickly see where the money is flowing in NFTs at any given time. I know I use this information to see both the macro views of which projects are dominating the market, uh, as well as micro views, you know, on shorter intervals to see which projects are catching steam on the hourly to see if I want to jump in or not. Then there's the discovery feature, which is a similar view as trending, but related to projects that are actively minting. So in the very initial sales phase on the primary market, as opposed to the secondary. And as folks may or may not know, a lot of NFT projects are dropped in stealth mode and not really heavily announced. So this dashboard feature discovery allows you to find projects that are minting, how fast they're minting, who's buying them that may not even been on your radar. So I know that's how I use the tool. I can see products that I may not have known about. I can see you know, what volumes they're minting at, who's buying them and help inform my decisions if I want to jump in or not. And lastly, the watch, which may be the most powerful feature in their product. So this is where you can track wallets, i.e. like whales or some of the sharpest traders to see what they're buying and selling. You can also build a curated list of which projects that you want to select and follow. I use this information arguably the most in my day-to-day -day trading uh, it informs the majority of my decisions. You know, understanding what the sharps are doing is integral to success in NFT trading. And again, with, with thousands of projects, with dozens dropping every day, having a curated list to follow allows you to filter out the noise and just track the projects you care about. So go over to ic.tools to check it out. Start finding your own NFT alpha. They have a free version, which provides the trending info, and then the premium version at 0.03 Ethereum per month that unlocks those discovery and watch features. All right. <clears throat> well, thanks to our friends at IC. For our show today, we do have a quicker show, but a lot to cover. 
So we're going to start with some top news and hit the, the Dapper and NFL news. We're going to talk about Flow's new marketplace. Um, we're going to talk about the controversy at Artblocks, and then we'll go through some of our market updates. Sound good? All right, well, let's get started. So our top news story for today and, and really for this week uh, is the Dapper Labs announcement that they are partnering with the NFL to create the NFL version of NBA Top Shot. Um, this is huge news. I think a lot of us were expecting this to potentially happen. I think we thought there was going to be an NFL product. I think it was unclear if it was going to be with Dapper Labs or not. But you know, this is definitely exciting. Dapper, you know, proving that they have a long-term vision here. And this is just a, a major partnership. Um, we saw a lot of market activity in NBA Top Shot as well this week after this announcement um, as folks try to figure out ways to kind of cement themselves to get early access to the NFL product. Um, you know, looking back at the NBA Top Shot market arc, certainly those who got in early there, you know, made the, the most from their investments. Um, we'll certainly see a, a different arc in the market with NFL as there will be a lot more users right on the gun. Um, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how this plays out, right? NFL moments are totally different than NBA. You know, NBA teams have five players, um, you know, versus NFL, right? And then, you know, who, which type of players are actually going to have moments that would be good enough to, to make this site? So you're thinking probably quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, you know, on the defensive end, you know, maybe defensive ends with great sacks, you know, linebackers, corner safeties. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, which players actually uh, get these moments. Um, and then I think the million dollar question is what's the name going to be, right? Like NBA Top Shot is such an iconic name. It's so good. It's really hard to predict. I've been scratching my head this week trying to come up with good names. It, you know, basics, NFL first down, NFL touchdown, those don't seem to be it. Um, I'll be curious to, to see what, what the market's guessing and then what actually comes out here. Um, so big news from Dapper Labs, but I actually don't think that was even the, the number one story from Dapper. I think uh, their launch of the sturdy exchange marketplace uh, is actually bigger news. So Dapper Labs is, you know, partnered with building out the flow blockchain, you know, separate from Ethereum, Solana and others, you know, a, a centralized one, so to speak. And they have launched their own marketplace and now their first generative PFP project called Hoodlums. Um, this actually launched on September 29th. Here you can see on the screen a, a few images of what these uh, what these PFP and what the art looks like. Um, a couple cool things about Flow is they do accept both US dollars and cryptocurrency. So the hoodlums went, I believe $123 per hoodlum. Uh, and then you could pay with credit card uh, or you could use cryptocurrency. So I actually did buy about 23 of these. Uh, I moved some Ethereum over I will say it was an incredibly smooth buying experience. There was no gas, uh, which was really nice. 
Um, I say my only complaint was you can only buy one at a time versus buying in bulk, which we can typically see on other marketplaces. But you know, c- congrats to to Sturdy. Um, you know, for those looking for to flip, you can't flip right now. There is no secondary. The marketplace is not open. Um, we expect the marketplace to open here in a few weeks. The, the site is certainly in beta and the team uh, it has said as much. You know, I like hoodlums. I like the idea of a first project on any new blockchain. Um, you know, thinking about, you know, CryptoPunks on Ethereum, well, that, well, that wasn't the first. It's certainly known as one of the first generative PFPs. Uh, there's the Fract project on Solana, uh, which surged after its initial launch. Um, I think there's potential for hoodlums here. Certainly a flow takes off. It's a way to bet on the flow blockchain, um, you know, separately from NBA Top Shot and, and now their new NFL project. So a lot of eyes are going to be on this here to come. I think it'll be a, another nice way to onboard new users into NFTs who cryptocurrency might have been a barrier for them. So I think there certainly will be strong markets for U.S. dollar buyers and NFTs. So I think we can unlock a, a huge new market here. It'll be fun to watch. Uh, third story, I, I want to talk a little bit about the Twitter NFT verification. So we dropped the headline last week. Well, this week they already rolled out a video demo of how the PFP verification is going to work. It looks really seamless. So just like imagine changing your profile picture on your Twitter homepage right now, right? You, you click edit, you go through a gallery of your photos on your computer, and then you upload them. Well, it's, it's pretty similar. So the way it'll work is you click edit, you'll then go to connect your wallet, and it will generate a list of your NFTs in your, from your MetaMask. And then from there, you can select, make it your profile picture, but then you'll get in a what is like an Ethereum check mark, which is your verification. So I think that will be heavily sought after. And for those who have watched the video, stay tuned to the end where they also showed a collectibles tab, which would be on your Twitter page, um, essentially where you can show off your NFT collection. Um, I wasn't expecting that. That's really cool. Um, love what Twitter's doing. I was really impressed with how fast they, they rolled this demo out. So they're actively working on this. Um, so I think all eyes on Twitter to see when this will officially be ready. Our fourth story for today, controversy in the art blocks world or you know, a tale of two projects and two markets. So for those who watched our show on Monday, uh, Brett Ritchie and I were sweating the sculptor drop by Peter Pasma, and, and I'm going to show that here on the screen. Um, so those who weren't familiar, it was a Dutch auction. It started moving um, fairly quickly at the six Ethereum mark, and then it sold out at the five Ethereum mark. Uh, I was actively trying to mint at five Ethereum. I, I didn't get through. Um, we then saw an immediate spike on the secondary. The floor rose to about 10 Ethereum or so. I actually bought one on secondary around that time. But then some news started to trickle out that one individual essentially set up 300 accounts, launched, th- launched 300 bots 
essentially at the gun at the five ETH mark and was able to successfully emit 300 for themselves. Um, so essentially when the, the sharps figured this out, everyone stopped buying, liquidity immediately dried up from the sculptor market. Um, 46% of the inventory is on sale or was at least a, a day or so ago, uh, which is a huge amount of the volume. Um, just for relative comparison, some of the stronger projects have between you know, 10 and 15% of the inventory on sale. So 46% is huge. Um, the, the, floor, the floor price for sculpture has dropped uh, tied to that. I believe it's actually below four Ethereum now, which is 33% or 20% below what the final mint price was, um, which I fully attribute to this bad actor as opposed to Peter Pasma or the art itself. I think the art itself uh, is, is quite good. Um, but I, I mentioned a tale of two projects. So on Tuesday, we saw the Meridians drop by Matt Deslaurier, um, which had a very similar Dutch auction result. So it went down to six. Actually, a majority of the buyers fired at a six Ethereum. It did finally close at five. Uh, but then we saw the opposite reaction in the market on secondary. So we saw nice organic buying. After a day or so, I believe it was at 12 to 13 Ethereum. It was at 15 Ethereum floor yesterday afternoon. And then we saw some surging overnight. Uh, this morning, the floor for the Meridians project was 22 Ethereum. On the high end, we saw a 200 Ethereum sale uh, for one of the, the most elite. I, I will say it is an absolutely beautiful project. Uh, the Meridians by Matt, uh, he should be very proud. Um, I think it, just stepping back and, and watching this market reaction was really interesting. Uh, I think headed into this week, both projects had this potential arc in the market. And I've, I fully am in the camp that the only reason that sculpture isn't on a similar arc is because of this single bad actor. So it's really interesting that that single act could have such an impact on the market. Um, I do think both products will be fine long-term. Um, I've got two sculptures I plan on holding for a while. I think they absolutely can become an elite art block set. Um, <clears throat> but we're certainly in for a bit of short-term pain. All right, those are our top stories for today. Now let's turn to our market update and we will look at our trending collections dashboard from our friends over at IC Tools. Um, so let's start at the top of the board. No surprise, Artblocks is in the number one slot with over 8,400 ETH traded. Um, certainly that's on the back of the Meridians project action primarily, uh, but we did see some marquee sales. There was, so there was a 950 Ethereum Fidenza sale a few days ago, and then a single buyer bought both the 225 ETH ringer as well as the 325 ETH ringer. So those the Fidenzas and ringers remain, you know, top of the board. They're seeing some big buying action. Um, number two, Cryptodes by Grimplin. You know, we, we've got to talk about this project. Um, it is absolutely surging. It's only 22 days old. 
It's reached a six ETH floor. Um, they've come out with multiple side projects already. They, they launched Socks. Um, there's a spinoff project. Um, the Flies are coming. And I think there's actually already a third project in the works. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull up their page for those who may not be aware of what the, the toads look like. So you can see the, you know, the 2D imagery, you know, it, it's, it's got some punks vibes. It's also got those who are familiar uh, with Grimple and he's behind the, the nouns project. So there, there's some tie-ins to, to the nouns art here as well. Um, you know, they set the project is really, really cool. So the, the supply is 69.69, so different than just the standard 10K. They also release several unique, so one of one toads that are out there. Um, so several folks can buy their own, you know, grail toads, so to speak. And we've seen them go as high as 125 ETH already. Um, Really cool project, just great vibes. The, the community is strong and it's heavily in the CryptoPunks community. Uh, and what that means is kind of the, our take on the market is these toads are in diamond hands. The book is really thin. Um, so this is a product that can absolutely run quickly because we're not gonna see a whole lot of dumping uh, on the supply side. And that <clears throat> I think that's already played out as we've seen a few runs already that have taken the project to uh, sixth floor. So uh, this is definitely one to watch. I think there's a good chance we'll see a 10th floor for the toads sooner rather than later. Um, let's pull back to the, to the board and talk about a few of the other new joiners from this week. So Habo Avatars, um, it's a gaming project. The NFT itself is an avatar for the game world. Um, we've seen some big action this week, 2,700 ETH. I think the four got as high as 0. 0.7 or 0. 0.8. You know, we can see the average price is around 0. 0.6. Uh, so coming out of a, a mint this week, you know, they're doing really well. The MetaKey dropped their fourth edition this week as well on Wednesday, I believe. Um, they are, you know, the MetaKey team just continues to do really well. Um, they've got four MetaKey additions out there. The OG number one sits at a 7.7 floor. The second edition is 6.7. The third is 1.9 ETH. And then now, as of last night, the fourth edition uh, is 0.37 ETH. So different supplies. Now a cheaper entry point for those who want to join the, the MetaKey uh, community. But they, they seem to continue to deliver. Creature World. Fifth on the board, 1,500 ETH volume, primarily based on Shaq. Uh, Shaq shocked the Twitter world. He changed his PFP to a creature uh, on Tuesday, and the market reacted in kind. Um, you know, we saw several sales. I think the floor raised over three at one point. Um, a, lot of, a lot of believers in the creature project. It seems to be, you know, mostly positive news strong community you know a lot of folks are thinking that is a potential pfp you know that could be here for the long run and you know potentially get to that um magic 10 10 4. a few others we'll, we'll touch on here uh king frogs so subducks launched their sidekick with the king frogs um, i'll go ahead and pull up their page and, and let folks kind of take a look at what the king frogs 
uh, look like. They're, they're all over the board. So not just your standard kind of center uh, based PFP view. Um, the way uh, this worked, they rolled out 20,000 supply, 10,000 went to the ducks holders, then 10,000 were available for public mint. Um, it, it minted out. And then I believe it, it got to around a 0.2 or, or 0.3 floor here, um, or 0.27. Um, so definitely a, a good launch for the SupDucks team and congrats to, to that community. Um, Winter Bears, have to talk about them. They've been kind of dominating the trending board for the last few days. Uh, they minted out at 0.03. I want to say that was on Monday. Uh, we subsequently surged to about 0 0.7, 0 0.8 floor. We saw some tremendous action on the high end, saw buys uh, in the double digit Ethereum range. Um, it's since been a bit of a roller coaster. It's retraced all the way back down to 0 0.3. Uh, I think this morning it was around a 0.4 floor. Um, they're very cute. You know, some kind of tie them back to like the pudgy penguins in some ways. Uh, they clearly have a, a following, so certainly one to watch a bit. And then we have to talk about kind of our, our last trending on the board here, the MetaHero Universe DAO tokens. Um, you know, for those who are familiar with Pixel Vault and everything they're doing, requires a PhD in, in economics to really understand everything that's going on, the tokenomics, all the decisions behind uh, the mint passes, now the planetary DAOs and, and how to how to use them. Uh, but essentially what they've done is kind of a, a public fundraising ICO effort to do with these DAO tokens. If they sell out all of these planetary DAOs, they're set to raise like 35,000 Ethereum, uh, which is over a hundred million dollars. Um, and they're well on their way. Um, as of last night, they had sold 6,000 Ethereum worth of their DAO tokens. Um, it's just a quick background. They've got nine planets uh, that they have their meta heroes tied to each planet. Each planet has its own DAO token. So if you buy the token, you're essentially investing in that planet. It's its own little micro universe. Token holders are a part of the DAO and will receive ongoing profits in some fashion. I'm sure I'm oversimplifying that a bit. There was different prices and different supplies for each of the planet tokens. If you buy all nine, uh, they did promise you know, special utility for those. I think that costs over 20 Ethereum right now to buy all nine. Um, so certainly a, a decent size investment. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's controversial, but certainly some concern if MetaHeroes does you know, successfully sell out this massive supply and gets 35,000 ETH. Is that just sucking 35,000 ETH out of our NFT ecosystem? And does that mean other projects are gonna start tanking? So, you know, certainly some valid concerns there. I think the counter to that is just money continues to flow in to NFTs in Q4, that everything will continue to be fine. Um, but I think we've already seen some red on the board tied to MetaHero Universe and it'll, it'll be something certainly uh, to keep watching. All right, well, that concludes our market update. <clears throat> Let's start running through uh, a few of our rotating segments. 
Uh, we'll start with blue, blue chip PFPs. We've, we've covered a few PFPs already. We got to talk about CryptoPunks. So I'm going to go ahead and, and pull up the CryptoPunk sales page. It's been a big week in Punk's world, starting to catch steam again, um, which as always is an early indicator of NFT market potentially catching fire. Um, so I think we saw something around 60 sales or so in the last 24 hours. So if we look, the, there's about 12 per row here. Yeah, these first five rows are all in the last 24 hours. So about 60 sales. Um, <clears throat> definitely some highlights. We've got two hoodies on the board, one at 299 <clears throat> and one at $330. Um, we will soon be at the point where hoodie punks are just absolutely unobtainable. They're one of the highest sought after, um, and they continue just to <clears throat> continue to move. Um, we've seen a lot of action with the redheads, smoking redheads specifically continue to move. Uh, that's an elite community. Um, and then the, the floor is really where we've seen the, the most of the majority of the rest of this action. Um, let me see if I can go ahead and pull up what the, the punk floor is here live while we're talking. Yeah, <clears throat> we're at 123 male, 124 female. Um, so with ETH bouncing back a bit, we're at about $400,000 USD floor for crypto punks. Um, <clears throat> and it seems like they're on an upward trajectory. Uh, so we'll certainly continue to watch. Punks are moving. In Board Ape Yacht Club world, their all-time high sale set this week, 769 Ethereum. Machi Big Brother sold the ape. It was a trippy ape. Um, certainly some eyes on him right now to see what he may do uh, with those proceeds. Um, I don't know that we've seen like a huge spike in the market reaction. Certainly see, we've seen some steady sales. Um, but a big, big all-time high sale there for, for Bored Apes. Um, you know, for the rest of PFPs, we talked about Cool Cats on Monday's show. They've since retraced a little bit below 10. So I think they're sitting in the nines now uh, for their floor. And then Subducks uh, has retraced a little bit after their uh, King Frogs drop. Now I think their floor sits at around 3.3 here this morning. Um, so definitely continue to watch those two projects. All right, well, let's switch to one of Wonderland. Um, the one of one art land grab is in full swing and it's absolutely being led right now by Starry Night Capital. The fund started by Vincent Van Doe and, and partnered with 3AC. Uh, so they made three buys in the last <clears throat> 24 hours that you know kind of shocked the market a bit. So they bought two pieces from Dmitry Cherniak, uh, you know, famous for his ringers collection on the art blocks. They paid 500 ETH, and then 800 ETH uh, for these two pieces. They, they are ringer-esque, I will say, um, but they're in a set of four. So the, the Starry Night team bought up two of those, they then went on to buy the floor X copy piece entitled If the Slipper Fits at 200 Ethereum. Um, so they came in, 
last night dropped about 1500 ETH on three buys. What a come out party for Starry Night Cap. Um, you know, this is an NFT focused investment fund who is making big headlines. I think we are all expecting more of these types of funds to come. And it'll be curious if they follow Starry Night's footsteps into one of one world or if they start in other areas like punks or, or art blocks. In other news, another X copy piece was actually a collab with Eclectic Method called Breaking News. It sold for 91 Ethereum uh, from Yeah Yeah. He was the previous holder. Um, this is actually a piece that myself and a, and a few of my NFT investment partners um, were looking at two or three months ago. It was priced at around 200 Ethereum at the time. That felt a little high. We 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 balked at that price. Um, I think one, the primary reason that this sold for 90, which I'll call cheap, is that on super rare, it's attributed to eclectic method as the artist, as opposed to X copy. So when you search for X copies creations, this piece doesn't come up. It actually comes up in eclectic methods set. Um, but overall, I think 91 Ethereum for this piece was a steal. Um, and the buyer will certainly see a nice return. Another one-on-one -on -one news, Pussy Riot came out with their own NFT launch this week, had super high following. It sold out immediately. They also dropped a one-of-one -one piece uh, as a part of this launch, and that piece sold for 40 ETH, uh, entitled Virgin Mary, Please Become a Feminist. Um, so certainly interested to see what else Pussy Riot will be coming out with. No, they've got a cult following. Um, and then our, our last headline for, for today, uh, Vincent Mando, uh, also acting out on his own. Uh, he picked up a piece from the Sarah show for 12 Ethereum entitled Portrait of the Cat in Digital Decay. Um, cat art, always doing well in the NFT space. That sums up our one-of-one -one updates here for today. Um, for our tool that we want to highlight, I want to talk a little bit about fractional.art. Uh, I'm going to pull up their, their homepage here. Uh, so <clears throat> the concept of fractionalization was a huge buzzword in the NFT community and on Twitter back in April, May. Everyone was talking about, okay, when are NFTs going to be fractionalized? Well, shout out to Andy8052 uh, and his team for bringing this concept into a reality. Um, so tagline from their site, you can buy, sell, and mint fractions of NFTs. Um, you know, the, the idea here is that it provides a cheaper entry point for the masses into blue chip NFTs. So certainly... Andy and now DZ5, who's on board as the community manager for, for Fractional, um, you know, they understand that the, the masses can't afford a crypto punk, right? But they want to be able to allow them to participate. So what fractionalization does is it enables a crypto punk owner to fractionalize that and essentially sell stock shares um, as the easiest analogy. Um, if you go to a specific page, um, you will see uh, you know, 
based on how much money you want to put in, let's say you want to put in one Ethereum, you can see how many shares that would get you. You can see the implied valuation of the NFT at that time. You can see what amount of the supply is still available. Uh, <clears throat> I find it to be a pretty user-friendly interface. I've certainly bought a few projects on Fractional really just to test it out. Um, I absolutely believe in this product. I think it's the number one way for newcomers to get involved who don't really know, you know which projects may be the best to follow or don't want to spend the time you know, to, to watch the market for 10 to 12 hours a day. So the whole like set it and forget it mindset, I think is easiest done at a small scale with fractional. Um, you know, my advice to someone who wants to get into NFTs for the first time, doesn't have a huge budget and doesn't have much time to spend, I would tell them to buy shares of the, the fractional floor punk um, on fractional.art and just walk away for a few years and then come back. I think that's really the, the best entry point. So definitely encourage users to, to go out to Fractional, check it out for yourself. Certainly uh, a really cool tool. All right, uh, so last segment, I wanna touch on a few daily drops or upcoming drops here. Um, the, the biggest drop on my radar here for today is Capsule House. Um, the artist behind Capsule House is Searlight. So for those who have followed our show, um, we've been talking about Sierra Light in our one of one updates a few different times. He sold a few pieces for 60 Ethereum and 67 Ethereum last week. Definitely in the top tier blue chip one of one artists. Um, so he is launching a, a 10,000 unique PFP style generative project. Uh, the the pre-sale started. Um, a few days ago, I think they've sold about 3,000 or so in pre-sale. The public sale opens here in about four hours, so 2 p.m. Central Time. This project will, will open up at a 0.08 price. Um, certainly, I'll, I'll be trying to mint, um, <clears throat> really just based on my belief in Searlight. Of course, do your own research. I think uh, one piece that's really cool about this project is they are going to raffle off Searlight one of ones to anyone who holds um, the capsule houses for a period of, I think, 28 days or, or 30 days. So if you hold this for a month, you essentially get a ticket to a raffle for a one of one Searlight, which, as I just mentioned, the market value is at around 50 Ethereum right now. So I think there will be a lot of uh, buying and speculation on this project tied to that. Um, another drop coming up today, the artist Ravi behind Explosions of Color is dropping a new set called The Singularity. Um, not a whole lot of details released. Uh, he promised to release more details here today about mint price and volume. Um, we touched on Explosions of Color previously. Just a beautiful set. Uh, I think the four rows as high as 20. It's since retraced a bit. I think it's closer to 10 now. Um, but Ravi already getting a, a strong following. I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on the singularity drop. Um, and last, I want to highlight one Artblocks factory drop here today. It's entitled Letters to My Future Self. Uh, the artist is Ryan Struhl. Um, Ryan actually has three other projects um, 
that predate his art blocks drop here. Uh, they're entitled Illumination, Imagine Colors, and Inertial Moments. Um, it's generative art, different supply caps, illuminations instead of 30, Imagine Colors 100, and Initial Moments 150. Um, I think in, in, Inertial Moments caught the most attention about a month ago. Uh, they are, they look similar to Fidenza's, but in fact, uh, Strudel's project predated Fidenza's. So some kind of consider them to be, uh, you know, the first Fidenza-like set. Um, I'll be curious to see how uh, Strudel's factory drop goes today um, and what type of reaction we get potentially for some of his three OG projects. Uh, so check those out if you haven't seen them before. All right, really, that's a, that was our content for today. That was our show. Uh, thanks to our friends at IC Tools for sponsoring. Again, if you're looking to get started in NFT trading and investing, you need the right data at your fingertips. IC Tools is a great place to start. Head over to IC.tools to check out their products and use their free version uh, to see which projects are trending. Get a feel for it. Uh, if you like it, go ahead and sign up for the premium. It's only 0.03 ETH. Uh, that's less than, than most projects cost. Um, IC Tools, your home for NFT Alpha. I will tee up our Monday show. I'm really excited. We're doing our, our first NFT project interview. Uh, so we will be interviewing the team at BitLectro Labs to talk, about up their, to talk about their upcoming NFT project drop. Um, so make sure to tune in for that. Uh, and we'll give a few teasers from our Twitter page. To our listeners, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe in those NFT streets. Bye-bye.